0: Are here. Hola.
1: Hola! I'm Mariana,
0: I'm James, I'm Simon, and this is
2: El Cine. Cine.
1: al cine. Today's episode, we have Jacob Vargas here. Uh, if you know anything about Latin film, you know Jacob's face. He's been in every major Latin movie that has come out, and yeah, especially went, in the '90s. And he, now he's your favorite teacher in exactly. Mr. Iglesias.
2: But his start was like pretty, pretty. Uh, Cool that he got picked off of a playground for being a good dancer.
1: Yeah, and now he is the mega star that he is. And we're talking to him today about his experience making Selena, uh, Mr. Iglesias, and a little bit about, uh, yeah, how he got his start. So sit back, enjoy. And here is Jacob Vargas. Today, our guest is an amazing friend to El Cine, one of my favorite actors. He has over 125 IMDb credits. He is Ramon in Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. And he's El Cine's cool big brother. Everybody welcome Jacob Vargas. Yay! Hey, guys.
3: (laughs) Hey, hey, thank you for having me, guys. This is cool. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, no, my pleasure, man.
1: Uh, so, Jacob, you are yeah. a- killing it. You got you have a new show on Netflix, yes. Mystery Iglesias. Yes, Mystery
3: Iglesias. It's uh, it's 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 awesome. You know, people are really loving the show. Um, and if you don't know, you know what the show is about. It's it's Gabriel Iglesias. Fluffy is a teacher uh, back at his alma mater. In um, Long Beach, uh, I'm uh, his best friend and fellow history teacher, uh, Tony Ochoa. And you and teach
1: the honors kids I too. I teach right? the honors
3: kids, yes, but I I am the the teacher who tries not to work too hard. Yeah. You know he <laughs> you know he wanted a, the, the honors job because he figured that they kind of pretty much teach themselves, and he can coast, and he's he's got kind of a gambling problem, and and he's got the hots for for the new teachers. He can be a bit. Um, inappropriate, you know, at times, but but he's super like fun and charming, and 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 just a really good friend to to Gabe's character. He's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. Did, did you do a lot of research? Like, did you talk to teachers at all? Oh uh, well, well, I was uh, a uh, teacher's assistant for oh, okay. for about five years. Um, oh, so you've lived the life. I did. I got, right before I booked Selena. Uh, I was still a a, a, a TA. Um, and so I got to hang out with all these teachers, and, and I saw a lot of Tonys. Yep. All right. <laughs> That's what I was going to you know, say, because uh, I have
0: yeah. friends who are teachers, and like it surprised me to realize, oh, every time they put a movie in class, because they were hungover, there's uh, yes. Like, <laughs> all these little tricks that you find out that they're wow. exhausted. A B just means that they got bored reading your paper, and they're right. just kind of like, this is. they're not going to complain. It's a B. This yeah. is
1: B for how bored Weird. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, I, I worked with this kindergarten teacher- <laughs> Uh, I won't say her name, um, but, you know, I came in as, as, as like the bilingual TA mm-hmm. and I wound up basically teaching the class because she just, you know, most of the kids only spoke, you know, uh, Spanish. So she just, said, oh, well, here's a lesson plan. And just kind of you can teach them. <laughs> yeah. and so, I, so I wound up doing her job for her uh, uh, for, uh, for, you know, for a year. You know but, what?
0: The, here's the irony. Like. The way they're treated, how crazy kids are, especially depending on which grade you're talking about and the horrible pay, I can't blame a teacher for checking out. However, the most important people in the world are good teachers right. and doctors, maybe, but yeah. good teachers. I think they're equal.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't get paid the same, yeah. but I do believe right. that a doc, uh, you see the doctor less, so he's way less effective than a teacher who you yeah. see every day. Right,
3: yeah, and and my every wife day. was a, a teacher as oh, well. Wow. She, she taught kindergarten and, and first grade. So she taught until we had our, our first daughter, and then she- stop teaching but you know but she went in she's like e- screw those kids e- i got my own now <laughs> like, no, but, 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 but she yeah. really went in thinking i'm gonna change the world and and uh i'm gonna help these kids and and really she loved teaching but it was like the the, the bureaucracy and the red tape it and, beats you down and and that really got to her and she's like it was impossible for her to really like do what she wanted to do and teach. are you familiar with donorschoose.org This is
0: now I'm just plugging something to everybody because I think it's super worthwhile Mm -hmm. and it it helps a lot of people in our communities. Um, It's a website called DonorsChoose.org and you basically help instead of donating money, that you don't know where it goes. There are like, for example, tons of teachers who will say, I'm a teacher in this small town. I'm a music teacher. They won't give me any money Mm -hmm. for musical instruments. Here's the Amazon list. Mm-hmm. Buy the well, musical great. instruments. Okay. Yeah, I've send it to thing. the school. Okay. That's amazing. You know, you buy the books great. directly, you send right. it to them. You buy yeah. the, the science tools. You don't just send them money. Uh, you send them the actual things. That's and awesome. It's actually pretty awesome. That's
3: great. And yeah. it's called DonorsChoose? DonorsChoose.org. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll check it out. We should...
1: I mean, that's what I love about Mr. Iglesias is that even though um, everybody is a caring teacher and, and even in the way that you... <laughs> your Tony your character you know he I think in a way he believes in the honors kids and he's like well I'm teaching them so they'll teach themselves mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like if you've met a 13 year old they're definitely in their own
3: Right. a smart 13 year old
1: even more so but I think that one of the inter- the fun things about Mr. Iglesias himself is that you know he's the kind of teacher that a student it will be a part of the students while bringing yeah. forever yeah, yeah, their memories or, uh, yeah, yeah I mean
3: you know, what, what I love about this show because there's, there's other shows out there about like bad teachers and teachers who are who hate being there and hate you know hate being but like what what I love about our show is that Gabe loves being a teacher yeah, and yeah. he and he really wants to be there and he believes in, in what he does because somebody did that for him yeah. right somebody at that school and there was a teacher that believed in him and that's actually part of his real life yeah you know he dedicated uh, the show to his uh, speech teacher who really believed in him and you know believed in him more than he believed in himself and so I just feel like there's Always, you know, there's that one teacher in all of our lives that, that has made a difference who really, um, you know, left an impression on us or really you know, believed in us that kind of guided us uh, in, in a certain direction. Yeah. A- and, you know, and we're getting some great response from teachers, from educators oh, that really right. love the show. And then they say, you know, you really captured w- you know, what it's like. And, um, you, know, you, you know, from even being burnt out and dealing with, 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 with the bureaucracy and, and dealing with, with 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 change and 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 office politics and you know uh, budget cuts and what have you and just trying to make the best you can and the kids too i mean it's not
0: easy it's i know it's like a, it's an ever changing ocean of new pe- new kids with new expectations new ways of thinking new slang new technology right. mm-hmm. yeah and now with technology being a kid it was already the worst thing in the world yeah. to be mm-hmm. a teenager yeah without online bullying yeah. without yeah. being able to film every mistake you've ever made right. without like revenge porn without any of this it was already the worst right. thing yeah. in the world right and I can't imagine what it's like for kids nowadays which doubles back to I can't imagine what it's yeah. like for no teachers. it's
3: tough man you know my my daughter who's who will be 15 soon you know she dealt with with some cyberbullying. yeah it's in, of course in, in everybody middle school must. you know and so and but what they did was yeah they would like snapchat and show it to everybody and you know and it was terrible and it's something that as an adult, you don't really know what's going on because you're not following the, you know, the, right, not you're, right. in that world. you're not in the world and so you don't know how to, how, you know, how to help and, and, and we, we didn't know what was going on until like somebody, you know, told us and, and, and you know, my wife, you know, had to step in and, you know, gave her some advice and yeah. what have you but, yeah, man, it's it's a whole di- diff- different deal than what
1: well, we, we, were it's, we it's I mean, hard. you guys would get put, you know, it's like you'd get pushed in the hallway but you would maybe avoid that hallway. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I got bullied
0: a lot. I right. mean, I... Here's the again, life is all about perspective and you can choose any perspective you want out of everything. So as somebody who grew up watching a lot of silly comedies, I was able to turn being bullied into a comedic and also comedy comes from pain. But it it, like I got stuffed in trash cans or like Mm -hmm. I was the only Mexican kid at my boarding school. Okay. And it was a very snooty Abercrombie and Fitch catalog come uh, to life kind of boarding uh-huh. school. Very New England okay. boarding school. And they in the commissary in our uh, where we had lunch, there were flags uh, above the dining tables. And each flag represented a nation that was represented by a student. And apparently they hadn't had somebody from Mexico in a while. And my arrival prompted them to install a flag from Mexico in the dining room, yeah. mm-hmm. which made it... Like, oh, shit, who's the Mexican? Mm -hmm. And I became the Mexican. Mexican. Like, that was my nickname for a while. Like, that was the thing. Um, And then, again, perspective switches, so... All of a sudden, I was like, as sad as it sounds retroactively. In the moment, you're just like, oh, I'm the Screech from Save by mm-hmm. the Bell, or I'm oh, right, right, I'm, right. I'm the uh, Ducky, I'm the weirdo. Oh, really? So
3: you weren't like the AC Slater from Save by the Bell. No, no, right? <laughs> I, I dressed yeah. like right. him, which is why <laughs> I <laughs> probably got bullied. <laughs> you're like, hey,
1: you guys, uh, haven't yeah, you seen yeah, Save yeah. by the Bell? Yeah, come on, wrestling wrestling one are cool. Yeah. Look yeah. at me, ballet. Oh, come
0: on, look at my mullet. No, nothing. No, 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 it didn't work. But again, when you get bullied, it's perspective. Uh, you're not going to be able to change the bullies. You're not nah. going to be able. You shouldn't have to resort to bullying the bullies yeah. and becoming one yourself. It's just it's changing the narrative and being becoming over it. And I know that's super fucking difficult, and it's way easier to say it, especially yeah. when you're
1: a teenager and your emotions are like. Oh, it's the end of the world every day. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah.
3: Uh, no, I, would, but, I, would, I, I would... also feel like th- there's this 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 new acceptance of of it, I feel yeah you know in in, in our culture in our you know uh, that yeah you know, I mean look, look at our president you know yeah. what I mean? not to yeah. get too well, political but yeah but you know it's like he's a big bully so so I think it makes it you know okay and, and acceptable that that behavior becomes acceptable so. yeah of course right and then and then in, uh, in response
2: to that we don't want it to really kind of like act on it because we don't want to become and uh, kind of get dragged down to that point as well. Right. And so our silence then
0: becomes complicit in like
2: accepting it. So right. it's kind of like a weird cycle
0: that yeah. happens. Also, yeah. not to get too political, but I'm up I'm getting sick and tired of white people being offended by speed of Speedy Gonzalez on my behalf when I think Speedy Gonzalez mm-hmm. is awesome
1: yeah. and cool
0: and a hero in Mexico. And, and along and, with Speedy, the Frito Bandito.
2: and the Frito I Bandito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, so
3: are, are white people offended by? I think a lot of people
0: will be like, oh, Speedy Gonzalez is not cool. It's like, why? Why isn't he cool? He's awesome. And
2: Frito Bandito, basically, Lulac took him down because he was a stereotype. But it was Mel Blanc doing a great voice. Yeah, exactly. As a kid, I loved him because he was actually some of the only Mexican representation on TV. He was Frito Bandito and Speedy Gonzalez. So you're like, there's no representation, so I'll
0: take it. Yeah, Yeah. plus in Mexico, I I, I saw him dubbed. It's not like I was hearing Mel, I love Mel Blanc and I'll defend Mel Blanc's voices to the death, but it's not like I grew up Listening to a white man do a Mexican accent. I Mm -hmm. grew up watching a Mexican actor redo those cartoons and sound amazing. And the cartoons are always about him being the hero and him outsmarting the guards and the cats and him being cooler Mm -hmm. and and in and. you know, so what that he wears a sombrero, and so what that like his other his friend is called Slowpoke Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. There are lazy people and there are fast moving people okay. in every country, and it's fine to, like, and I and I know all of Looney Tunes is is just like a a racist wink. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Pe- yeah. Pe- Pepe Le Pew all, yeah. is just a, a smelly French man, and, yeah. uh, oh, God. and, and well,
1: yeah, the I one mean, thing I mean, he is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no offense to all. The, the no, guy. I mean, my, my my dad's French. I, I can uh, <laughs> not that that makes it okay, but
1: well. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that I do appreciate about the show too is, like you were, Mr. Iglesias, particularly, is you were saying mm-hmm. how. Um, wh- he, what did you say? I think
3: he he can be inappropriate. Inappropriate, at that, but, but I think I, I don't think he means to be. I just think you
1: know he's. But I think that's representative old, school, of the culture, right, the old, and I and I do uh, I think that sometimes people. Um, get so scared of things like that and I like the example of Speedy Gonzalez and these things of that are like pretty it's the the culture we grew up in and so I think if the show is create, being created the voice is being Latin, is Latin a Latin person because that dubbed it for example yeah. so when you were hearing it you were hearing it in the refined. in the voice yeah. and refined mm-hmm. to the people they were probably making it for it's like when you watch um because they translate musicals all the time in Mexico City it's always appropriate to what is happening in like what they is of that stuff, culture yeah. yeah they rewrite it and so I think when it's being created by Latinos essentially we have to trust that there's a reason why that's being put in there mm-hmm. and why it's like that because yeah. we can't get so polite that we start making false false um like, false characteristics of things. I don't things. think anybody
0: should, any culture, including mm-hmm. white America, should ever leave it to beaver their culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't yeah. think it's smart to just be like, we're all perfect, because then it makes everybody who isn't perfect, yeah. which is everybody, feel yeah. like yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So, you just have to, be we're all imperfect. We're all yeah. figuring it out. We all make mistakes. We all mean well. We all get misunderstood. We all sometimes are selfish. We all sometimes are stupid. But at the end of the day, we care about yeah. the people we care about, and we're going to be loyal yeah. to the and people we I think too. that's what's
3: cool about the show. It's yeah, like, it's that's like what nobody's, I love about it. Nobody's perfect in yeah. the show. Everybody's flawed. Everybody has 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 their quirks, you know. And, and with Tony, you know, he's he's just a confident dude who, you know, considers himself a ladies' man. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know what I mean. And and uh, can come off a little strong. But yeah, again, with now if, when you think of the culture now, it can be inappropriate.
1: But I don't think so. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I think that it's it's so valid and it's so important that it mm-hmm. be. Because... I feel like I know all the, you know, my brother. You can't take him to a restaurant because he'll be like, "You saw the waitress, the way she looked at me. And uh-huh. I'm like, she took your order. Uh-huh. Get over it, right, you know." Yeah, but yeah. in it's his head, he's order. like, "It's the way she took the order." You know, <laughs> right. they love me, she's women. A... They love me, and you're just yeah, like, "Where's this extra coming fries. from?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I think it's part of the confidence that is true, and that you know, I think ever since you're a, a I'm imagine being, I don't know what it's like to be a Latino young boy, but I assume that you're prepared. Patron- well, Hair or gel, boy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, involved, no, a lot of cologne do. for some yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. And your dad's probably like, "You see that cute girl? Go, go!" Or like, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. You know there, what I mean? There's a lot With of pimping. Wheels. Pimping yeah. you out. Yeah. So I think that that's valid, and it's important that it. And that's what I like about the show that everybody is 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 true to to who they are. I love Oscar Nuñez's uh, character. I always say, "A boom."
3: Yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he's he's our our I guess our villain. Yeah, uh, but he's so good and and uh, he's so funny, man. I, I, I this is hilarious, man. Yeah. I mean, he can just open his mouth and and and, and the guy cracks me up, mean it's so great <laughs> working with him.
1: Yeah, it's really fun. I've loved I love watching it. I just
2: really like that it. it's a, a three camera sitcom,
3: traditional yeah. like from the '90s. Like we we don't see those too often anymore. No, man, we did With it a old live school. audience. Yeah, you know, and and it's funny because you know Gabe and Sherry are both stand up comedians, and so yeah. I know they always talk about the big thing. You know, back in the day, was every stand up comedian was hoping to get that deal for their own sitcom. I mean, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's you know, and so like. He's like, yeah, this is this is this is what we all yeah. have been working. I was on uh, Home Improvement, so yeah, okay. was,
2: uh, back in the day, Tim had his deal, and all the, all the comedians sitcoms, yeah. had their and own like
0: sitcoms. Grace yeah. Butler and Grace Under Fire, we all remember that, yep. right? No, no nobody. No no. No. No, no. no, no, they're on the same was no. no. Roseanne. There was Grace Under Fire. There was Home Improvement with Tim Allen. All American Girl. Yeah, the the Wayans brothers, Ellen DeGeneres had hers.
3: But that was the thing. He, you know, he. You know, Gabe was kind of offered like, "Well, do do you want to do a single can? Do you, do you want to? And he said, "No, I really want to do a a sick. I really want to do like a multi can yeah. in front in front of a live audience. Yeah. are um, so much fun. Oh, it's, it's awesome, man! I haven't had that much fun in a long time on, on a show. And I tell you why because the the energy of the audience is, oh, dude, it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, because you work it all week, and you know, you, you tell the jokes, and you just don't know if it's working anymore because you said it so much. It's like, oh, it's, uh, is it even mm-hmm. funny anymore?" But once an audience comes in and they hear it for the first time, um, I mean, that's magical. Feeding Cause, off cause that you, energy, yeah. But, but you know what works like immediately. You know which jokes work, what jokes don't. Um, How many know? takes normally did, do you guys do in front of the audience? Like, is, I mean, is, is there,
0: Are there days where the audience has just seen the same scene like five times and they have to laugh yeah, it up?
3: The, well, that's the thing. We will tend to sometimes just change it up. You know, we 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 will improv as well. Yeah. So so after we, we've done it three times, so it's, you know, so Gabe will say, okay, listen, we got to do something different. Let's let's change it up. You know, so we'll we'll. I love it. The audience encourages you to yeah. not right. be stale, right? And and what 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 eventually happens is they <coughs> they're looking forward to like how we're going to change this line, how we're going to yeah, make yeah. it different. And so it's the anticipation as well. Um, and you know, we 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 had some great audiences in there. You know, sometimes they'd be laughing. Be, before the punchline.
2: So, like, on um, on Home Improvement, we had, you know, Disney execs would come, would do the blocking, do the run-throughs and all that. Yeah. Do, do, are there Netflix executives doing run-throughs with you guys or it's hands-off and um, you guys you know, just do
3: it? I mean, they were around, but they were pretty hands-off. I mean, they, they would come in with notes, but their notes are very smart, you know? So it wasn't like, you know, sometimes you hear these network execs will give <laughs> these notes and you like, what does this have to do with right. anything? And just give they they they, notes. Right, yeah. they, <laughs> they, they want to give notes. But they, I think they... For the most part, they were they were specific. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really a part of a lot of that. You know, that that was in the writers' room yeah, with, writers, people, with the yeah. producers, and but whenever a change would come, we go, okay, that makes sense. You know, that's cool. Okay, um, so there weren't really any, any issues. So so, but they kind of leave you alone to be to be creative and do and do your thing. Uh, you know, that, that's what I love about Netflix. I
2: love that's cool. that.
1: Um, So, as far as you go, I mean, you've done so much. I have always uh, been so in awe of your career. You were in Get Shorty. You were in Selena, Mi Familia, Mi Vida Loca, Sons of Anarchy, American Me, Traffic, Luke Cage, The Proud Family. Friday or next Friday? Next Friday. Next Friday. Iconic, right? The Bird Box. Didn't. It was like, you started that whole thing. Somebody watched that and was like, we should write a movie. (laughs) Um, So, I feel like, um, yeah, like what... How did this all start? When did you know? Did you see somebody and you were like, "This person represents me. I want to do this." No,
3: I. You know, I fell into acting by complete accident. I was a, a breakdancer. Um, you know, but but going back, you know, even before that, I mean, I I, I did love comedy. You know, my our, my parents would take us to, to the movie theater, and they would go to this one um, movie theater called uh, Azteca Theater in Panama City, and because. Adults pay and the kids coming free. So, cool. yeah. you know, th- here they are with six kids coming in, and you know, and but we like sneak our food in in my right. mom's purse with like burritos <laughs> and yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so so right before the movie starts, you hear all the coke cans go. Psh, psh, psh. <laughs> uh, and, and they would love watching um, cantinfla movies. Yeah. So it's Cantinflas and uh, uh, La India Maria. Yeah. What about uh, El Santo? Yeah, well, El Santo, not so nah. much. I mean, we, we liked watching it on television, but my parents would go to the theater, They they really loved the, uh, Valentin Trujillo's movies, you know. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So we would watch, you know, so we'd watch, and I, I didn't understand a lot of those being said uh, some of the jokes went over my head but you know the, the physical comedy was great and the audience loved it so I knew like wow man there's something about, about comedy and there's something about that that really like registers with people and they would leave happy um, so that was like the first my you know uh, first experience with, with seeing somebody that that, that I connected with um, but not until like you know television watching uh watching um, um, chips yeah, you know, oh, yeah with, yeah. with, uh, with Eric Estrada yeah so that was like he was cool you know he rode a motorcycle he was the cops he was like on the right side of the law and and you know the ladies loved him he always had like you know some like hot chick you know you know with him so like he was like the epitome of what what cool was oh, for yeah it, for yeah. us back in the day um, you know but then also you know Wonder Woman I remember you know people somebody said hey you know that Wonder Woman's half Mexican. You know, Linda Carter was yeah. like, oh, yeah. So, so we kind of accepted her yeah, as, yeah, we did. As, like, yeah, she's Mexican, you know? And, and my dad loved like Anthony Quinn and, and he even loved like Charles Bronson. So, but I was convinced that Ch- Charles Bronson was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he, cause he He's too cool not to be. <laughs> <laughs> you got that mustache and you look like, he looked like my uncles, you know? <laughs> so, so, you know, those were like the first, you know, images of, of people that, that I felt, you know yeah connection with but as far as being an actor i never i never thought of about it but um i i got into break dancing, and i was you know break dancing in a schoolyard and uh and this you know, woman came up to me and said hey you, you seem very talented uh how old are you and i, I, I look super young for my age uh, i was like 12 and going on 13 but i looked like i was 10. Mm-hmm. and uh and she said you know you can have a career in commercials and in, in, in television, uh, I w- I'm going to be your manager, and so, you know, yeah. I, I just so said okay. Like, I just okay, okay, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Just yeah. get and into this just, white yeah. van. And she Just walked onto the stage. That's, that's the funny yeah. thing. So yeah, will yeah, so have, so have go, all the candy and all the commercial jobs
1: you want. Where you live, I'll I'll
3: take you home. Yeah, You know,
1: you're like okay, I'll get in the van. Yeah, no problem.
3: So so my dad sees us, you know, my sister and this woman and me come pull into our driveway and I get out. And this woman's with us saying, "Hey, look! I'm, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make your, your your son famous." So they were yeah, like, "Sure!" Yeah, yeah. It yeah. no, didn't go over that, that great, but you know, but but they, I I really wanted it, and I, I just, you know, it just sounded like like something that would be amazing to, to at least attempt. And yeah. So so uh, you know, I, I went on one of my first auditions for uh, different strokes, and they were casting role of a breakdancer. And uh, I booked it. That's amazing. Yeah, awesome. so, Yeah. And so he, so next thing, and it was the same day I, I went in in the morning, and they said, hey, can you start, like, today? You know, we're already starting. We're on stage uh, at Universal. And so next thing you know, I'm on stage at Universal. Wow. Um, How old were you? I was uh, 13. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And I'm working 13 going on um, 10. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and And that was it. And that was, like, I fell, you know, in love with it. That's amazing. It, it was, uh, you know. So, like,
2: did you? How, how many lines did you have, or was it mainly about breakdancing? Just for it, it a was singer? mainly it was
3: mainly breakdancing. Yeah. Um, so it was. Just, but did you have a line? No, no. I didn't have uh-huh. a line. It was, what was it, your first speaking I, it, role. Do You remember? It, man, my first speaking role was trying to think. Cause I did a bunch of commercials as a kid, and again, there were no there, there were no lines.
1: Was that were you there. speaking Spanish at home?
3: Um, I did. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I spoke Spanish, but. But eventually, you know, going to school, and then you know, it, I think it was a time when, when there was like this English-only uh, thing that was really strong in in the school, where our, you know the counselor and teachers would tell my parents, look, if you want your kids to succeed in this country, you they have to speak English. You know, you, yeah. they can't speak Spanish, and yeah. so eventually we just kind of moved over to to, to speak in English. Yeah. And uh, so now I speak better. English and Spanish, but my first language was Spanish. Yeah, you know, and, and I spoke yeah. broken English. So yeah, yeah, so it was a it was a reversal there. Yeah. Um. But um, I'm not think of The first I did an episode of a TV show called Hunter. Oh yeah, I remember um, the show. The time, yeah. And so I played, you know, a little gangbanger that 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 w- was witness to a murder, and then uh, you know the gang comes after me, and and eventually Hunter. You know, you know, takes me in and and uh, sends me off to to school. Yeah, yeah. You know, to 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 work, live with my uncle. You know, so I'm like the the the, the bad kid turned. You got out the, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got, got out of the yeah. gang yeah. and yeah, Hunter exactly. sent you straight. You were yeah. the
1: first Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but,
3: but but then like I, that became kind of my thing. It was it's the, the the you know the good kid in in the in the wrong environment. Yeah. That that was my niche. You know, as uh, the child actor. Yeah, and, and and then I went off to to do. You know, so, what was things. your first uh, movie? First f- feature film was a movie called The Last Resort uh, with Charles Grodin. Okay. Oh, I remember and that movie. Uh, it's
0: like a like a National Lampoon's movie. Y- yeah, kind
3: of. Yeah, and uh, they, they go off to some island. To vacate, and the island gets taken over by, by terrorists.
0: Yeah, it's got tons of weird cameos. Right. Yeah. People. Yeah. John, John Lovitz. Yeah. John was, Lov- was in Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> one of Ruth, the Lushis are in it, or Ruth yeah. in
3: it. Wow. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I think I think Ruth Buzzi. Rick Moranis, <laughs> I think, is in yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Rick, Rick Moranis is in oh it. oh My gosh. Wow. Yeah. And and it was funky, man. because we shot. <laughs> there's only two kids and in, in, in two minors. It was myself and, uh, and and an actor named Scott Nemus, who's now a producer. Um, and so we shot in on Catalina Island. And uh, at this like summer camp for kids, and so all the cast and crew were living on this island, in like, in like bunks in like you know like cabins, yeah. and it was just like you know party time. I mean it was <laughs> you know and so you know it, 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 but we were I was like you know thirteen fourteen years old yeah. so they kept us on a different island you know part of the island so we'd have to come in on a boat. And everybody would be like hungover, you know, like yeah, you know, like, those... like, like, like you know, everybody was like sleeping with each other. I mean, it was just, it was, it was craziness. Yeah, it's the it like a... you see it in that movie. It's okay. sort, <laughs> sort of like, oh wow, watch, I've seen the movie, and it's like, oh, it's,
0: it's like Caddyshack with less structure.
1: Yes, interesting. But it's
0: got that vibe of like Caddyshack's half of the budget was cocaine. Like I don't know if you know <laughs> that story.
1: Um, I don't so. know that. So Loca, when did that happen?
3: Oh, Me Vida Loca was, um, that was it, 92? Uh, I did a movie called Gas Food Lodging.
1: Oh, yeah. For, With For Allison, for
3: Allison Anders, yeah. right. And um, I remember the audition was, uh, you know, was my, my character talking to Feruza Box character, and he was saying, like, some nice things to her. And I, I remember I just said, you know, I'm I'm gonna say this in Spanish. I'm gonna so he was you know being be romantic, this kid. And so I so I just improvised it on Spanish, and Allison was just like, oh my god, that just sounds so much better in Spanish. You know, it's, it's so and so you know so she yeah. She booked, I, got, I got the part, and um you know, and we became really, really close friends on that. And so so while we were shooting, Gas Food Lodge, and she said, look, I wrote this project called Me Vida Loca. Cause she she lived in Echo Park, yeah, and she was working with with these these girls, and uh, and she even like adopted like one of one of uh, uh, one of this girl's kids, yeah. And so she was very much in the
1: community in, in the
3: community, and so you know, next thing you know, we're we're shooting that movie the the following year.
1: Did you ever think it was gonna still be what it is? You know, you, you just
3: never know. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I back then, man, I, I was just lucky to just be on a set, you know, yeah. and and be in you know to get offered a role like like I didn't have to audition was was amazing. Yeah. Because you know, before then, I was auditioning for everything. Yeah. So so that was great.
1: Oh, Allison Anders, she's like a dream. We talk Super on Instagram, cool. and anytime she sends me a message, I'm like, oh,
3: Allison, yeah. no, awesome. message me. That's so cool. But but I'm also, just kidding, I don't such do a that, Allison. Beautiful. <laughs> film, you know? But it, it was you know our DP was uh, Rodrigo Garcia. Oh, uh, yeah. So I mean, which who, who's an amazing director now, but he just made it look so beautiful.
1: Yeah, no, ah. it's gorgeous. It's so cool. I and mean, it's it's very poetic, and yeah. you know,
3: we had some really you know good good actors in, and and uh, it's in also there. a
1: woman's perspective of the time and right. I, and the and the culture, and I think that that's always you know like now in this day and age, people are fighting for this and making sure it's being made and but the thing is is even she was she's always been ahead of her time as a director as you know I always say um she she has done diversity properly she has gone to the areas where these things took place she's informed herself she's learned she's experienced it and I think that that's always been so admirable I mean I think that's what's admirable about any filmmaker whether you're somebody who's writing something acting in something or directing something it's like you really have to know what you're talking about that's what i I mean
0: that's what i also like when we talk about inclusiveness and diversity that i think it is myopic to assume that only people from that look a certain way or speak a certain way are allowed to tell certain stories because like we all know no human being can speak for any one group of people and every human being has their own individual stories i like I have lived most of my life in America Mm -hmm. now at this point, Mm -hmm. even though I I grew up and had my formative years in Acapulco, I have grown. I'm more attached to stuff happening here in L.A. than stuff happening in Acapulco. So even though and if there was somebody from Norway who spent the last 17 years of their life in Acapulco. I'd say that they have a right. better grasp and a and a better, more of a right to tell a story that's happening in Acapulco now than I do, right. Right. even right. though I'm from there. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and
3: and she got a lot of flack. For yeah. That. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm right. like, I, mean, I don't think that's fair. People are saying, well, why? How do you? Why couldn't you find? A you know a, a Latino director or somebody and and, and I, cause I remember doing an interview and I said well she's from the neighborhood I mean yeah. she she's she lives she there she lives there yeah yeah you know and so like I don't live there like, so yeah. I, I mm-hmm. you know, who am I to say I can. I I can direct that or... or, Yeah. Exactly. You're like, I'm
1: in my Hollywood Hills home breakdancing, bro. Get (laughs) out of here. (laughs) acting.
0: People getting shit for like, oh, you're not casting the right people. I understand that we should just be casting more diverse across the board. Yeah, have more representation, yeah. And that's important. But that's what acting is. When do we get to the point where like, oh, you didn't cast an actual blind person to pay a blind person. You didn't actually cast somebody who... Uh, had was in a car accident to play a car accident victim. Like at what point? Or is it just going to be like, oh, it's just documentaries now? Right. Yeah. Because we're part not the, allowed to, to pretend to be somebody team. else. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think one of the... I think that, again, like going back to Mr. Iglesias, it's what I love about it. It's obviously too, you know, like a lot... There's a lot of Latino representation on it, but there's also all kinds of representation mm. on it. And I think that's what schools look like. That's what life looks like. And it's important that we allow people to create things that are... uh that are what their life look like and have some respect for that, but also as long as they're including people to tell the stories that have had those experiences, like maybe you are not Latino and you want to create something, then hire somebody that is Latino and can help mm. you tell that story or right. that is of that place right. or go right. live somewhere and I, where that's going to take place. And I
0: think that it's an important thing to also not fe- – because there are I'm sure there is a Latino girl or boy out there who – doesn't have that kind of family yeah. and who likes, you know, going to do things that are traditionally seen as like this culture or that culture. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm Latino, but all my friends are Jewish and I, I, I. I understand I love Seinfeld and I don't love Dora the Explorer or whatever. Like at the end you of the like, day, Lord I mean, I, everyone loves Dora the Explorer. Me? and That was a stupid example. <laughs> yeah. And I immediately regretted saying that I was yes. happy uh, you called me cool. on my shit. Cause I think that's what friends do. Yes. But I like, look at, uh, for example, Aziz Ansari, how he was able to take, a ca- like the character in Parks and Recreation that he plays is called Tom Haverford. Yeah. And I don't think it was written for somebody that isn't a white person. It's supposed to be like this white douchey guy. Mm -hmm. And they didn't change the character. They didn't all of a sudden... I mean, they don't not reference who he is and where he's from, but at the same time they didn't change the last name, they didn't say that he's from India, right. they didn't be like okay now now we have to infuse right. indian culture into tom haverford. No. Mm. Tom Haverford can be the exact same character, it's just now played by someone who normally wouldn't get to play him that shows everyone back home that like oh I could be anybody. I don't have to just be the coolest version of where I come from. Yeah. I could be anything. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about art. That's the beautiful thing about film. And that's yeah. why like mo- we can connect to movies. I- representation is super important, obviously, mm-hmm. because it just confirms what you believe when you see something that you connect to. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we all grew up loving things with people who don't look like us, right. not just because we're underrepresented, but because sometimes we right. love
3: stories that have nothing to do From with our else. culture, yeah. Right. Right. And right. we like but, to learn. But at the same time, I I feel like when I was a kid, you know, I would see people that that I go, okay, you know, like I say Charles Bronson. I go, well, is 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 he? Can he be? Because he, he, he that's he how I felt like, about but, Sandra Bullock. Okay, but, but but then he wasn't, and I go, okay, he was not. But then when you know, with someone you know like Eric Estrada. Who on the show he you know he was getting pan dulce you know uh, yeah. Yeah. for for Christmas and and, and so ju- they leaned so, into it so yeah. so it I, I connected more with him because they 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 did explore his the, the culture yeah right. and, and he did and he did you know every now and then you speak a little Spanish or or so so it, it just made it. You know, I, I I guess I just connected more with with that, so yeah, I think that's that's right. super important as well. No, you're right. The, you the, know? The,
0: those those things add an authenticity right. that start helping
3: them become universal. Right. Where, for example, Aziz's character, you know, if they would have mentioned more about him being Indian and, and and what have you, you know, so maybe a little Indian boy would connect more with you know with that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So and
2: um. Did you ever get offered a part that was written so stereotypically that you're like no, I'm not going to do this? All the time.
3: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean after I did next Friday, you know, I played I play Joker, you know, uh, Ice Cube's neighbor next door. Man, I got offered so many like Joker type, you know, you know c- characters that I just couldn't I-, I couldn't do. I was like, "Dude, this is just so so, you know, wrong and 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 stereotypical." And you know, what, what I liked about Next Friday was that it was a comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. And, and so this character can be broad and, and everyone's and, a cartoon. You know, that and it really yeah. goes it right, so, yeah. so, it, it kind of lent, you know, um, it, it's tough to, to, to be that way, but, but, yeah, man, there's sometimes people just don't, you know, they don't get it, you know, and I, I would just say, look, let me do this character, but do it you know, you know my way and bring right. and bring my experience, and um, but you know, but it just wasn't. It just it just wasn't for me. Is it getting better or is it still the same? Um, yeah, I guess it's getting better. I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you, you still get those roles. Where you go, what, dude? I can't believe it's like 2019 and you're still writing this shit. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but for the most part, I feel you know, if if a director you know is smarter, they'll, they'll, they'll cast a person. And they'll be able to say, look, why don't you bring some of your, yeah, your experience, experience to it. Right, yeah. and, and to really make it three-dimensional and and make it real. Great.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, well, let's talk about Selena. Yeah. Okay. So we our film for today is Selena. If you have not seen it, you... You've
3: been living under a rock. Yeah,
1: you've been living under a, a huge rock. Um, and yeah, I'm. It stars
0: the woman from Made in Manhattan, yeah. who oh, was also a dancer on In Living Color. Yes. And uh, yeah. Yeah. used to yeah. be married to the yeah. guy who used to play Batman.
1: <laughs> oh. She didn't marry him. Oh, she she didn't, didn't marry him. No. They were only dating? No, she yeah.
3: married to some dude who used to be a baseball player. Oh. oh. Yes. And then he was a singer. There was a singer was in a there Yankee. too, right?
1: Oh, Mark. Yeah. And then she was married to you shit. in a
2: movie. Right. And me, Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you're right.
1: We and yeah, she was in, married in, in, in me, Camelia. <laughs> and then you became siblings in Selena.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're very incestuous. Yeah. I mean, that's, show mean, that's, that's showbiz, right, that's yeah. showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep that blood blue <laughs> well Selena was
1: made in 1997 by Gregory Nava I mean it has a stellar cast um, you have Edward James Olmos, Constance Marie, Jacob Vargas, uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez uh, uh, Jackie Guerra yeah, Lupe on um, yeah. uh and it was just a perfect uh, film telling the story of Selena Selena Quintanilla Already had lived, obviously, and she was uh, an icon, and it was very near the time where she passed. How many years after her passing did you guys start on the project?
3: Like, I I think they started like like uh, six months after. Yeah, because you mentioned it was was a mourning process. It was very, yeah. It was, I mean, it was so fresh. I mean, the wound was was fresh, but I, but I think, you know, the producers are saying that they. They had to jump on it before somebody else right. you know, jumped on it, and it made and, an inferior version. Right, it. And ma- it made a version that didn't uh, that the family, you know, because they really wanted to protect her memory and and uh, and her you know her legacy. So, so they decided that you know they, they 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 got to do it themselves. And so, yeah, so it was su- super fresh. I mean, the, yeah. the so it, it was probably you know an, an amazing experience, but at the same time a tough film. Uh, to amazing, shoot, I'm yeah, So sure. yeah, you
1: lived it, with them, right?
3: Well, yeah, I I went and I, I spent some time with 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 uh, with with a. B. So he opened his doors and his home to me, and so for a few weeks we lived together, and, and you know, and yeah, and and you got you, you see, man, he was, he was really hurting. You know, I mean, he was still going through it, yeah. and so he said, look, I'm not going to visit the set. I'm not going to be around. I I just can't be a part of it. But you know, you're welcome to like watch some of the old tapes and you know and he he tell me you know stories about her and really i got to really kind of f- you know feel that love that, that that family had for for each other and yeah. and for her so it was tough
1: yeah was I bet. Tough. how many how long did it take you guys to shoot it
3: uh i think i think about 4 months in uh in, in san antonio texas
1: did you play did you <clears throat> learn how to play the <throat> instrument before or no i i had
3: a i had a uh, uh an instructor come see so we did a lot of so the shooting took about four months, but then we, you know, we rehearsed you know, quite a bit. And then even before we rehearsed, uh, I had a, a coach come in and show me how to play the bass. Um, but I didn't, you know, so it was more just learning the song. So we knew that we were going to record or, or uh, you know, pretend to play certain songs in, in the movie. So those, I learned how to, how to, how to play them. Oh, great. Um, and so, Can you still play them? Oh, no, man. I I, I lost that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure, sure there's muscle memory. I'm I sure I, I if we played the songs and gave you a bass... I think I put you oh,
0: really? okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> If you have a bass, you know, I'm, you know, sure I'm, sure I'm sure that... Sure, yeah. It would come it would come back a little I'm bit. Sure you'd come come start back,
2: like a little bit. i Boom, boom,
3: boom, 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 boom,
1: How was... I mean, and you tested, because I end up finding some videos of you testing with Constance Marie, with Jenny. Yeah, well, so...
3: Because, you know, I did... Mi familia with uh you know, with for, for Greg Granava, once uh we did Selena with Selena, so they asked me to if I can come in and, and 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 help test all the actresses that were being considered for the role. So, you know, and they were, you know, I mean really heavy screen tests. I mean, the actresses had a had to sing, they had to dance and, and act and so yeah. And I mean, it was super impressive to see like just how good all these actresses were. You know, Jennifer eventually went up doing the role, but yeah, you know Constance Marie tested yeah. for it. Um, Sadie Lopez from oh really from maybe to Loca tested for she it. She ended
1: up being her cousin right right yeah
3: yeah, uh, Amy Garcia, who's now on Lucifer, uh, you know she, she tested for it as well. And um, another actress named Daniel Camastro who, um, who was like the youngest one and uh and, and a couple of other ones who I don't what, I don't really remember um but yeah so I did both scenes w- w- one as as uh AB and one as as uh, um Chris
1: That's great. Chris, cool. yeah. yeah. Cuz so, you originally thought that maybe that was the role you were going to Yeah,
3: play. Well, yeah, well originally, you know, that was the role that I was reading for um but uh yeah, so I think they said, "Well, you know, we need somebody like hotter." <laughs> that, that, was, no, that was that was a word, and so you're but, like you know, Hollywood yeah, in yeah, the yeah, 90s, yeah. am Benji, I right? So eventually, mm-hmm. so John Cena got the role, and you uh, know, but but, but AB was a great role to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want
3: that pressure of having to go to the gym, yeah, And having
1: exactly. like, The studio yeah.
3: <laughs> weigh you
0: right. every morning, right. like
3: wrestling oh, right. practice. God, yeah, yeah, the jeans got to be a little tighter. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. You don't. You're want like that. I can play the bass. Yeah, well, yeah, and you know, I got to you know gain weight for the role. It's Look, you guys got to gain some weight. That's wonderful uh, because you know they're a Texas family. Yeah. So, yeah. You're getting paid to eat ribs. Oh Donuts. I was, I was on with man. I was, I was eating you know whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um. So it was awesome. Yeah. Were you a fan fun.
0: of uh, Selena before you did the movie?
3: You know, I knew of her, and yeah, I was. My brother, who was in, in the military, he was in the Marines, and uh, when he was stationed in Okinawa, said that you know there were a lot of these these uh, um celebrities m- m- Marines from oh. Texas. And so they would have these uh, these uh, VHS tapes oh. that they'd pass around of her in oh. concert because she looked hot in these, like, oh, yeah. you know, she had these pants and, and she had the booty and you know, so guys were like, dude, you got to check out this chick. And so he came back with, with all these videos, like, dude, you guys got to check out this singer. And according this, this to, this, this the, singer.
2: to the movie, she just ate pizza, and she got that figure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah. She was just like doing... <laughs> I'm
3: on the Selena diet right now. Loving it. The booty's looking good. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm trying.
1: Uh, yeah, and when was the first time you saw it? What was your first reaction? Were you like this is going to be a hit, they're going to play it on TV all the you time? You know
3: it it's it's hard man because it's it's as an actor it's hard for me to to step outside mm-hmm. of 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 being the actor, you know, I cuz I'm so like critical so mm-hmm. the first time I watch a movie, I'm watching myself, yourself, yeah. and I'm hating every choice. You know, <laughs> going like, "Oh, dude, really?" <laughs> they Don't picked- blame yourself. Blame yeah. the editor. They yeah, picked- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they picked that, yeah. really they picked that scene, they picked that moment. I- yeah. I remember having a better moment than that. You know. Yeah. Um, and so, I was just cringing. You know, mm-hmm. um, but but I thought it was beautiful. I mean I, I yeah. remember going like, "Why?" Wow, it was, you know, the audience was was was, you know, really into it. They were crying at the end. I mean, it, it was you know super emotional. But I just kept, you know, going like, oh, man, I should have. Uh, Where did they premiere did. it? In Texas or out here? Um, we, it, it was here. We uh, had here? the premiere at the Cinerama Dome. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, so it was awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was like probably one of the biggest premieres.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's an iconic movie. I think everybody's seen it. I feel, I, I feel as though I can't even remember the first time I watched it because I know that I, Watched it so much. Yeah, yeah. I
3: remember um, watching it in the theater.
1: You watched it in the theater I did yeah. too. But you know, well,
3: it, it was fun for me watching it with my girls, with my kids. Yeah. So I, you know, I felt like I was watching it for, for the first time again because I got now I'm watching it through their eyes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, enough time has passed. And yeah. You're not yeah. judging yourself yeah. as harshly. Right. You know. Yeah. I, I still do. You know. Yeah. okay. But uh, yeah. I'm just that way in that way. But but. To see, do they? Did they like it? Does it oh, hold they up? They loved it. Oh, they loved yeah. it. Yeah, it totally holds up. And you know, and and it's great when when the movie's over and they get up and they pretend to have a microphone in their in their hand oh, yeah. and, and, they're, yeah. and they start singing the songs. I mean, that's 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 a gr- always a great sign that, that that these girls connected with it. And um, yeah, so you know, and and I see that a lot. I see a lot of young girls now. Yeah, I mean um, I feel know, like it was my first it.
1: one of my first vida Loca probably was because one of my first my first role was also a gangster. Uh, uh-huh, which okay. says a lot about the industry. Right. Yeah. Um but uh and then after you, well, you know you do look
0: like a yeah. like a, yeah. the spitting image yeah. of Tony Soprano I mean that's I, I the
3: truth you. Yeah, if you were walking towards me down the dark alley I'd be scared I'd be very intimidated I, I hope so you
1: guys listen I have the same birthday as Robert De Niro we have the same star sign everything's the same you people have, are always uh, like you have, you have a Robert fella. De Niro vibe you got a vibe. good fella vibe mm. for sure and I'm like yes Yes, I do. I, was, um. I always
2: wondered if um, Lupe, who was who played Yolanda, yeah. would, did they keep her separate or from everybody yeah, else? Yeah,
3: Yeah, she had she had a, a tough job to do. They yeah. because they didn't want to, you know, put any any
1: glamour on glamour her. on, yeah. on,
3: on, on her, that character. So she couldn't, you know, she didn't get to do any press for it. You know, didn't I don't, I don't know if she even went to the premiere. Um, because people had such a hard time um, yeah, she's uh, separating yeah. her as the actress to the woman that killed Selena. Yeah, you know, And I think that's a sign of, 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 of a really good actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was amazing. Remember she was saying, Dude, I, I go to the grocery store, and, and people were like, you killed Selena? And, and they couldn't separate it. Oh, man. Oh, you know?
1: you're like this, she's like, this is all I've ever worked for, that's just the, yeah, this. It's, it's right. the double-edged
0: sword of being <laughs> yeah. a good villain. I'm like, I feel really sorry for the poor actor who plays Draco Malfoy. You know, I'm sure he's got a shitty life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, she's, uh, she's from El Paso, and I'm from El Paso, too. Okay. So when I saw the movie,
2: I was just like... You know, cheering for her as an actress, I liked her in all the parts that she played. She huh. is a, I really liked her a lot, but I was like, "Man, it's got to be tough for her for the people coming out, and yeah. saying stuff." Now, like that. Now, did
3: you ever see her in concert? Uh, so uh, I didn't know. No, uh, no uh, but
2: okay. I, when I saw I put her, there I live, I was uh, going to school in Austin at the time. I think when okay. this happened, and um, uh, or I'm sorry, no, I was living, I was still living uh, in in Texas, and. Um, I just remember being really proud of that the movie got accepted so widely by right. the mainstream to see our culture up on the big screen, yeah, yeah. and being like and it being talked about nationally,
3: right? That was yeah, really yeah. great. Yeah, you know the beautiful thing about the movie and the fact that we, we you know, we're still talking about it now. Yeah,
1: we just it, had a very successful screening for it. Right. As yeah. Well.
3: We, um, but it's that it's the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? It is. And and these characters were American. You know, they weren't. They weren't immigrants, you know, they were... English uh, was their first language. Right, right in, in, yeah. they had to learn Spanish, yeah. you know, to, to, to break into the, the... The Latin market. The Latin yeah. market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so it's, it really is that, that family American dream, you know. I that, do
1: think that one of the, the perfect... The reason why it's a perfect recipe is because a lot of times... I feel like the Latino family element gets lost when it's in America. Like sometimes if it's an American film or something like that, whereas that film stayed true to like the Latino culture as a family, mm. but then also was very current as to what was happening in yeah. America. And mm. so I think I, because this movie came out the year my family moved to the United States. And I mm. remember it was just it, that's, I think I felt represented so fast because okay. it was there. And, and it, but. It was just beautiful. It was also the idea... To me, it was seeing a girl who lived in the United States and was Latina and, like, dealing with what that was. Right. Yeah. And, um, right. yeah, it's, it's yeah, just... And also,
3: and, and falling in love. Yeah. And having an overprotective father.
1: Every Latina know, knows family. that. Right, <laughs> right.
3: You know, but, yeah. all, but also, you know, I, I love that she... You know, she she wanted to design her own clothes. Yeah, and, and, she and
1: wanted to create something y- bigger. Right,
3: and so I, I believe... I think, like, that was... She was, like you know, a true, like, pioneer. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, now, like, every, you know, everybody's got their, their clothing line, their, their makeup line. Yeah. You know, but I believe, like, she was, you know, one of the first.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she was. I mean, she's the Beyonce of Latin culture. Yeah. You know, I think that a lot of times that's a, that's a like, a thing that I always can, if I ever want to weigh it to something, okay. it's, I think it's the same as what yeah. that is. <laughs> But okay, let's uh let's do a little uh game where we will ask you some film Uh questions, (laughs) um and then Simon will give us his recommendation for the film this week, and uh, we'll play one last game before we go. So, because this is all voice, we want to give everybody a feel of who you are. They already know you, but if you were having a film made about you, Uh who would play you, and what genre would it be, and we will also say it can be anybody. You could say a lot and Sandra Bullock. Obviously, you wouldn't say that. Right, but, okay. You know, I mean, could. why mean, wouldn't you? Could. You could.
3: Right, okay. Anything.
1: But it um, could be any
3: anybody at any time in any
1: way. or whatever.
3: Right. I think, uh, you know, if if, I think, if anybody right now, you know, I, mean, I would love, you know, one of my best friends, you know, Clifton Collins Jr. to play me.
1: Yeah. You know, cool. um, yeah, yeah.
3: to do a whole different take on me. Um,
1: what genre would it be?
3: J- probably a dramedy. Would, okay. You know? Yeah. Or, or you know, or, I don't know. What, what kind of life have I had? Yeah, because there's definitely drama and there's comedy. Yeah, so dramedy would, would be it. Um, also, you know, like, if you want to just go like the easy way, like, you know, Michael Peña can play me too. You know? <laughs> and you can play Michael <laughs> yeah, Peña. because, yeah, right, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I love some some undiscovered, yeah. raw That's talent. What everybody says here. To... Uh, had to, to, you know, to play me. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I would always awesome. go with uh, Meryl Streep or Tom Hanks. Right. Okay. Every time.
1: Yeah, you're on the business. Cause you, you I know? want both of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Meryl
0: Streep, Tom <laughs> Hanks, having a child, uh-huh. and uh, that child is raised in isolation, just watching Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep movies, okay. uh, <laughs> not knowing that it's that that that's where this that's where they, they come from. Yeah. Just not knowing that these are their parents just being watching and watching uh-huh. Turner and Hooch and Joe vs. the Volcano and the an Adaptation and The Post all of these movies <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia Mamma yeah. Mia yeah, both of them and then <laughs> with all of that incubated raw talent opening them up like releasing them from their like underground bunker for the very first mm-hmm. time seeing sunlight for the very first time and being thrust like a baby lizard out of its egg mm-hmm. into the movie set to play me.
1: Wow. Um, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, but that's, somebody great. should find and, a and kid to do that with. And it
3: sounds very cruel too. Yeah. The world's ending.
2: The world's gonna end. <laughs> we have
3: like 20, 30
0: <laughs> like, years like, tops. Yeah. We might as well just been have Bunker for our <laughs> own lives. And, you know, it's the uh, end, it's the end. <laughs> and speaking of the end, it leads us to the next hypothetical. Oh,
1: yes, yeah. yeah. so, okay. The last uh, of the icebreaker questions is, if the apocalypse was coming the end of the world it could be a zombie okay. apocalypse it could be a, a vampire, vampire apocalypse, apocalypse. Okay. Uh, so you have to pick 3 people fictional characters or an act or actors okay. to be in your team to who's take your squad? on the apocalypse who's your squad
3: take on the apocalypse my squad okay wow Three. Yeah. The only three? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, you're right, picking yeah. three survivors. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's you guys are it's zombieland team of four. rules, man. Yeah, if, no you're, third wheel. if
0: you're uh, Woody Harrelson, who's who's your Emma Stone, who's your right. Abigail Breslin,
3: who's your Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. Uh, man, okay. Uh definitely want the rock. Everyone Ooh. goes right. for the rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rock. Very popular. People love Dwayne. K- k- yeah. Uh it had to be uh Gabriel Fluffy because he can keep us laughing. Yep. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and then we need a, 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 a cool... a quote. Cool. Uh, I was gonna say chick, but I guess you can't can't say chick anymore. You can, but uh, you, you, you um, want you n- want a yeah, badass yeah. female. On yeah, you want team. a badass female. So who would that be? Hmm. Sad girl. Yeah.
1: It,
3: it could be a fictional character. Yeah. So
0: it could literally be right. like Tomb Raider. You know, Tomb Raider, or uh, you know, the Maleficent. You know right, she can turn herself right. into a dragon. That might be very useful at the end of
3: days. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a hard time with this. Um,
1: I always pick Oprah when thinking about Oprah? a uh, kick-ass female. Really? What about Uma? Or Uma, <laughs> right? Or Uma Zoe Thurman. Bell,
0: <laughs> who does all the stunts for right. Uma. You mean like yeah. o- you mean like Oprah Winfrey? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: You know Anytime I, I can yeah, invite her to anything, I'm gonna do it. You know, what,
3: let's go with Oprah because she'll because yeah, she'll, cause, yeah, cause she'll, she'll spiritually she'll, kill you. Calm. Yeah. There you go.
1: There you go. That's a good spot. The Rock. Uh Oprah, fluffy and, and you fluffy. fluffy. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. team. It's a good team. The right? rock just needs to show up. Everybody's right. running.
0: And now Simon's recommends.
1: Y ahora Simon te lo recomienda.
0: I uh, I always try to find random weird movies that I think have been overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um normally I recommend kind of broader comedies. Uh, and weirder stuff uh, I've recommended movies like Symbol in the past and uh, Matando Cabos and don't tell me this time I want to do it's, it's more of like a more more like a dramedy okay it's a cool little indie movie that takes place in an apartment during a blackout and okay. it's uh, a four it's a it's a forecast a four person cast it's called Temporada de Patos or Duck Season mm-hmm. it came out in 2004 and it's directed by uh, Fernando Enrique and he uh, he he wrote it as well Um, and it's really just about two best friends who order pizza uh, on a hot day in mexico city and their neighbor is trying to bake a cake but her oven doesn't work and the pizza delivery guy gets stuck on this little penthouse two apartment floor because the elevator stops working and the lights go out Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure oh and, and they refuse to pay him which is why he's not just like taking the stairs down so it's the pizza guy, the neighbor, and these two best friends, one of whom is about to move away, and it's their last kind of hangout together, and they're like 11-year-old. Um, and it's it's just this awesome little character study. It's these two best friends. It's black and white. It's gorgeous. It's minimal. It's very funny. And it's this kind of it's a love story between these two best friends who are never going to see each other again and who are tiptoeing around their their emotions. And they're very young, and there's all these, like, Talking about those little details um, that growing up in a certain place that are still universal but still incredibly specific, I feel the duck season has a lot of those. Okay. Like, it'll, There's these candies in Mexico called frescas, mm-hmm. and uh, you bite into them, and they're different colors. They taste exactly the same, <laughs> okay. but there's like a pink one or a blue one or a yellow one, and sometimes you'll kind of play that game where you and your friend will take one and be like pink and see if you get it. Um, and it's in black and white, but okay. they'll play that game and you and never so see far. the color, but they're just like guessing and seeing if they got it. Um, there's also this very simple scene, but it's treated with such poetry of one of the kids taking the two liter bottle of, of Coke and pouring it in this like big Mexican glass and it fills it all the way to the top. <laughs> and then it he can't grab the cup without spilling so he just like puts his mouth right to the rim he of has, the cup to mm-hmm. sip a little bit of it the movie is brimming with those kind of okay. really beautiful personal moments and the pizza delivery guy's an asshole uh <laughs> the neighbor girl is just a, a hot mess who doesn't have her life together and these two kids are at the heart of it and it's wonderful i super super fucking recommend duck season
1: yeah so okay. watch temporadas de patos, Temporada
0: de patos. And now it's time for Guess That Movie Title, or as it's known in Spanish, La Noche de las Narices Frias.
1: Okay, so for the last...
0: Last game. The last
1: game. So we will explain it to you. Basically, Simon's going to give us some translated titles from Spanish translations of titles.
2: Oh, God. So, yeah,
0: I'm going to say them in English, and you're going to try to figure out what the movie was,
3: the original title of the movie. And the original title was in Spanish? Was in English. Was in English. I'll give you an example.
0: Um, Like the movie Fist of Legend, which was a 1995 film by director Gordon Chan, is called in Mexico, Jet Li es el mejor luchador. Oh, wow. So I would have said a 1995 film directed by Gordon Chan i have given you a little bit of uh, a clue about the movie and then i would have given you the title Jet Li is the best fighter mm-hmm. and you have to tell you have to work your way back to Fist uh, of Legend
1: but he gives you a couple I, of clues i, have,
3: I feel like I'm going to fail miserably
1: but no, okay no, no, you, you'll <laughs> i see. thought yeah, i was okay. too and we did pretty good last time okay okay. Okay. Yeah. okay i
0: give good clues too that right. help help you along all right let's start it up let's start one that's pretty easy i think this 2010 terrible comedy was uh, was directed by Dennis Dugan a longtime collaborator of the star of this film this film spawned a sequel I think it's the only sequel this person has done in his long line of mediocre movies the film title is they're like children
1: 2010. 2010,
0: directed by Dennis Dugan. Dennis Dugan. Dennis Dugan is known for other films, mostly starring the same star of this film. Okay. His, I don't, I want to get. One of his previous <gasps> um, works. The star of this film keeps making movies has a deal with Netflix and they're generally regarded as not great but somehow incredibly profitable.
1: It's Adam Sandler.
0: Is the star of the movie. The film, again, is okay. called They're Like Children. They're Like Children.
1: Oh, Grown Ups. Yep, yeah. ding,
0: ding, ding. <laughs> okay. Grown Ups. All right, that was round one. <laughs> we got two more. Um, all right, this 1988 comedy directed by Ted Kocheff Spawned an unexplained sequel that made no sense. Um, It was a high concept comedy starring a very young Andrew McCarthy. And the movie is called Dead, But of Laughter. an alternate 1988 <laughs> Oh, you know it <laughs> yeah he I, I, uh, you already told me yeah I've told you no. so oh. he,
2: he practiced on me oh yeah, yeah so dead but of laughter
0: <laughs> dead but of laughter or the alternate title that was the Mexican title dead but of laughter the Spanish title in, in, from Spain is this dead guy is the life of the party okay.
1: oh we can have Bernie's yes okay alright <sighs>
0: I had that on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I should have okay. let you. All right, okay. well, I'm going to let okay. you go first on this one and let them weigh in. I'm an afterwards. overachiever. I'm okay, sorry. this one um, is one of my favorites. It's random as hell, and I don't understand why they would use this as the title. But um, 1964, this movie by visionary writer-director Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. is called. Red Telephone. Let's go to Moscow.
3: Red Telephone. Let's go to Moscow. Wow. Okay. It's Kubrick, a black and white comedy. Black and white comedy.
1: Um. It, well, there's the one about war.
2: What's that one called? Is, is it? Is it uh, well, he's done two about war.
3: Is it a? Uh, he didn't to you. Did he do Dr. Javago?
0: No, you're close. No, yeah, you're close.
3: no he did... Um...
1: It's a doctor.
0: All right, you guys get two more seconds before okay. G- I give it to James because do- I know he has yeah, it. Uh, He's got it in his pocket. Uh, uh, Dr.
1: Strangelove? Yes! yes. <laughs> All
0: right. Dr. Strangelove, right. or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, is called, in Mexico, Red Telephone? Let's Go to Moscow. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs>
0: and then, one of my favorites... This 1965 musical, directed by Robert Wise, shows the lighter side of some of the most tragic parts of human history. And it is called Smiles and Tears. The lighter side of tragedy. Yeah, 1965
2: musical. 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 It is also called
0: The Rebel Nun.
1: Ooh, The a Rebel nun? nun, a
0: musical. The Rebel that's Nun, a musical. That's the Spanish title, The Rebel Nun. The right. Mexican title, uh, or The Mexican nah, title, I'm The Rebel Nun. I of a musical with, with a nun in it. Do you
1: and have anything?
0: Smiles and Tears the is the other the six title. Six the star is of this sound movie. Sound of Music? Yes! Yes! Sound of Music! Smiles okay. and Tears or Sonrisas y Lágrimas. <laughs> Or La Monja Rebelde. (laughs) She Um, She wasn't
1: even that rebelde.
0: Right? Not at all. Uh, Do you guys want to do one more for fun? Was she even a nun? I I
3: don't remember.
1: She she was. was. was was She's
0: a nun. Okay.
1: She was kind of a nun. Last one. I'm I'm
0: I'm not going to give you guys any clues. You guys can do this. 1959, directed by Billy Wilder. It's called Wearing Skirts and Acting Crazy. Billy Wilder. Kinky Boots? No. 1965. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: Wearing skirts and acting No, 59 59, sorry 1959 Yeah, 1959 Wearing Directed skirt. by Billy Wilder Star One of the stars uh, Also like it hot? Yes, oh, yes! 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 Alright, okay All right. yeah, You got it. got it That is, once again <laughs> Con faldas y a lo loco oh, wow. <laughs> Wearing <Yes>. skirts <laughs> yes. and going crazy Who's um, renaming these? Okay
1: all uh, right. You guys, thank you so much. Jacob, thank you so much oh, for guys, being this is here. awesome.
0: Th- yeah. Thank yeah. You, you.
3: people follow you. Yeah,
1: tell everybody um, where to follow. Oh, I'm, I'm you. on Instagram,
3: follow Jacob Vargas. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, verified, so just check for the blue check mark. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm the Jacob Vargas on Twitter, and I'm on Facebook. But but usually I'm more Instagram.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. And I watched Mr. Iglesias. Stream it. Yeah, I know that as out. soon yeah, as fun. you watch one episode, you will watch... Oh, i was bragging that i was in the audience it's a fun
3: show it's a fun show and you know there's some good messages in there but but for the most part it's just a really funny sitcom
1: i love it A, podca- <clears throat> A podcast network.